April 1st, 1997, the day the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act, known as IRA-IRA, went into effect. The day we entered the age of immigration darkness. Hi, I'm Carlos Batara. You're listening to the Immigration Mastermind. Thanks for joining us. Those of us involved in immigration battles at that time had an inkling what the future held. We knew immigration law was entering unchartered territory. We knew we were in for a long-term fight. But few, if any, of my fellow warriors suspected that 24 years later, minimum rollback would have taken place. So what changed? Here's a short list. Asylum. After IRA-IRA, an immigrant seeking asylum was required to file his or her application within one year of arrival in the United States. The effect of this rule prohibits many asylum seekers fleeing political, racial, religious, or gender persecution from being able to seek our protection against such abuses. Expedited removal. As part of IRA's IRA's changes, expedited removal went into effect. This is a process where certain immigrants can be deported from the United States without a hearing before an immigration judge and without any right to appeal or judicial review. Section I-212C relief was eliminated. Under Section 212C, lawful permanent residents who had committed criminal offenses were given a second chance to remain in the United States if they could show proof of their re rehabilitation. To make such determinations, judges were allowed to weigh an immigrant's negative equities, the nature and seriousness of their convictions, against that person's positive equities. An immigrant was required to show that he or she had been rehabilitated for five or ten years after their release. If the judge felt the change merited relief, the immigrant would be given a second chance. Once 212C was eliminated, judges were stripped of their authority to exercise any discretion whatsoever if an immigrant's conviction fell into certain categories. For many individuals, this meant automatic deportation, even if the offense was only classified as a misdemeanor under state law. The birth of cancellation or removal. Prior to IRA-IRA, when undocumented immigrants living in the U.S. were apprehended, they could ask an immigration judge to suspend their deportation if they can meet certain requirements. They had to prove seven years of continuous physical presence, during which time he or she maintained good moral character. They also had to show, if they were to be deported, an extreme hardship would be placed on himself or herself or upon a U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident spouse, parent, or child. In its place, Congress inserted cancellation of removal. Under cancellation removal, 
applicants now had to show 10 years of continuous physical presence, during which time, of course, they had to show they were a person of good moral character. In addition to the longer time frame, the list of convictions, many of which were classified as minor misdemeanors under state law, would preclude a finding of good moral character. Moreover, a higher degree of hardship, exceptional and extremely unusual hardship, was imposed on immigrants requesting this relief. At the same time, IRA-IRA mandated the personal hardship of an immigrant facing hardship would no longer be considered by an immigration judge. And as if those changes weren't restrictive enough, the new law set a limit on how many immigrants could win their cases via cancellation or removal. The cap was set at 4000 per year. In practical terms, since our immigration court system now has approximately 500 judges, each judge is allocated about eight positive cancellation or removal grants per year. That's less than one favorable grant per month per judge. The end result? Well, each change led to a shrinking pool of undocumented immigrants eligible to fight against deportation. In a nation which proclaims the importance of fair play in legal proceedings, due process at immigration court means immigrants should be guaranteed a chance to defend themselves against removal and given an opportunity to legalize their status. Without such protections, on April 1st, 1997, we entered the age of immigration darkness and we have yet to recover. Thanks for listening, and remember to keep your chin up, no matter how hard the road ahead seems, because together we can make the world a better place, one immigrant at a time.